Hello, friends. Hey. I'm Justin. I'm Ryan. And this is Analytical Anarchy. And we're kind of chilling out today. It's Fallout, Halloween's coming up. This is our spooky episode, except we forgot. And instead, we're making it a really relaxed episode. Which could be spooky for some people. Exactly. Examining the stress that you have inside is the scariest. Self-reflection is definitely the scariest thing that a person can do. Why do you think Bojack has six seasons? It's because he won't do it. (laughs) Well, he's actually... Spoilers. He's actually gotten pretty good at this whole self-examination thing in season six. I haven't seen it, so that's a. I'm excited now. Does he actually become a good person, or does he's, he wallow to, uh, in it? To quote another famous TV show right now, ooh, he's trying. What is that, Mr. Meeseeks from Rick and Morty? I, I'm sorry, I'm a fake fan. You're, that's all right. You don't you don't have enough IQ to watch Rick and Morty. I don't. I'm a, <laughs> I I record a podcast in the internet. All right. I'm not sure how smart I can be in this oversaturated market. I'm glad you brought up BoJack, though, because it dropped on the 25th, and my lovely, lovely girlfriend and I sat down, and I think we watched five episodes, and I turned to her and I go, man, I I just keep waiting for the crippling depression to happen. Is it going to happen? And she looks at me, she's like, I I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. And the very next episode, the crippling depression started. Just just hit you. Well, see, it didn't, uh, sweet, it didn't, sweet sadness. It didn't hit me in the balls, but it's this impending sense of dread that's just hanging over the show. At all times. At at, at all times. After I, I forget exactly what episode it was. It was, it was episode five or six. And I just kind of look at Nikki and I go, okay, we're done with this for today. We'll finish this when you get home tomorrow because I am in a really good mood right now. And I'm not sure that I want to get my heart kicked in the dick. Yeah, listeners can't tell, but I'm grinning with it's. I'm not even sure if it's joy or if it's just anticipation for watching the show because that is exactly why you enjoy the show is for those is for that just manipulation of your feelings. And oh my god, does it do it so well in every season? In every season. Oh my gosh. But I know what you mean. Like that whole show, it like it'll set up situations. Well, okay, actually I want a question. I don't want spoilers, but in season six, does it sort of like set a bunch of pieces in motion slowly and yes. then finally let them all go in like episode six? Yeah. Well well the pieces get rolling slowly in the later half of the season. Like the first half of the season, it's it's all just character development. You know, everybody's kind of looking positive. And in and and in the next half of the season, like it's just like a little marble starts rolling. And then it hits a bigger marble and then a big marble. And I should have used dominoes for this because that makes more sense, but my mom didn't raise a quitter, so we're sticking with my metaphor. <laughs> and eventually it's just this enormous, enormous snowball that is just running down this hill straight towards you you almost want it to hit you Beautiful. because that's why you're watching the show you know yeah 
Um, we've gotten some feedback actually about what? my about my titles uh, for for our Hollywood episodes, uh, Hollywood and Bollywood. That is a BoJack joke, my friends. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Some yeah, people yeah. were confused that it we are they, they they were concerned because they love us. They were like, I think you miss. I like the episode, but you uh, I think you misspelled Hollywood on uh on the description. Uh, you and it was we had a good laugh and it came from a good place. So yeah. we can't make fun of them. No, no, also- no. We 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 appreciate the criticism, but they're they're trying to be subtle BoJack jokes. Yeah. We're, and we're anything but subtle, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> so really, we, we should stick to what we know and just be obvious with our jokes. All right. Here's the punchline. Here's the setup. Joke. All right. We're not do even we good have, at that. Do we have? I was gonna say, do we have setups for our jokes? You're right. We just have punchlines that we think is funny, but so I, no one else does. Of, we're just full of one-liners, and people just kind of look at at us like, uh, yeah. Uh. Uh. <laughs> You guys, you guys make a podcast. Ah, oh, okay. Okay, they're setting the bar real low these days. <laughs> There's a joke there about two men walking into a bar and tripping over it because it's so low. Mm. Except, I don't know. I feel like we're already on the ground, so it'd be hard to fall from there. <sighs> that was a bad one. That was a very bad one, but I appreciated it. Speaking of bad jokes. <laughs> oh, man. Anything exciting happen in your week? You know, I want to say no, but that makes me sound boring. So let's turn a boring week into a fun week and say that it's fall in Michigan, and this is my favorite time of year. The trees are changing color. There's no snow on the ground quite yet, but it's like it's it's right about that temperature where I can run around in a hoodie and shorts or in a nice thick sweater and shorts and just like be super comfortable all the time. Mm. And coffee just tastes better when it's this temperature as well. It and does. So my it's not helping my crippling addiction, but also it makes like walking to class and like just walking to and from just different places on campus, just that much more enjoyable with like a hot cup of coffee. <clears throat> it's nice. Uh, and Bon, this is my favorite time of year for bonfires because a lot of people in my state like to have them in the summertime and you're sitting there like, but it's too hot to sit around. A f- it's like it's 80 degrees. Why are we sitting around a fire that's another 200? Because it's fun! This is the perfect time for for fires for me. There's no mosquitoes. You can, like, even if it is too cold, you can have, like, a blanket, and you can, like, wrap up with the the people you love. It's just, it's a very aesthetic time. (sighs) We were being so nice. We were so happy. I was was getting into the fall mood, and you gotta bring us down like that. (laughs) (laughs) You, sir, are an asshole. Yes, sir, I am. Are we anyway? Are we, are we migrating to the 1500s now? You sir are an asshole. I challenge thee to a duel. I wish I could, but you're. It, it'd be a lot of work to get to you. Is the problem? Uh, um, we all know you're about the path of least resistance. Exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? Why? What? What are all these jabs coming out of? I thought we were friends. Jesus we are friends. Christ. Anyway, if you want to listen to friends for for i don't know for more than an hour we have other episodes out on 
all of your favorite platforms, Spotify, iTunes, under Analytical Anarchy. Uh, also, check out our Twitter and Instagram under the same name, at Analytical Anarchy. Uh, tweet us. Send us anything. We'd love to hear from you. It's probably going to be the favorite part of this entire job. Just interacting with you guys, suggestions, anything you want. Just hit us up. Uh, and if you yeah. throw us a five-star review on Apple iTunes or on Google Podcasts does the does the five-star stuff, right? Pro- I've never used Google Podcasts. I but... think they do. We'll, we'll, we'll look into it more. But anyways, if you guys throw us a five-star review on Apple or a nice review on Google Podcasts, we'll give you uh, we'll give you guys a shout out at the end of one of our episodes. Yeah, we'll probably, we'll, we'll talk about it if you ask a, a, a nice question or something that we can sort of riff off of. Anything you guys want. Thank you so much for listening. Anyway, so now after I was so rudely roasted for trying to get into the mood of fires of all things by you, sir, the asshole. That's why I roasted you, cause cause you roasted. Oh my god! Why? You see, we have setup. It's just painful for the other person. <laughs> oh, you jerk. Anyway, yeah. So I agree with you. And what I was trying to get at was fall is a very aesthetic time. You you can you can you can very clearly imagine those times. Like even if you've never had a fire, you can imagine you and some people you know sitting around a fire pit. Telling stories, talking, making jokes, eating, drinking, whatever. Uh, but, roasting. Yeah, roasting anything and all and everything, apparently. And that's just a very cozy thought, in my in my mind at least. I don't have any traumatic experiences with a fire pit, like I'm 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 sure some people do. Um, Was that a jab at me? I I feel like you're the kind of person to push people into a fire pit. I don't know why. It's just your your fixation on roasting. I uh, all I'll say is that people have fallen into a fire pit around me. I will not say if it has been my fault or not. This is just like a really bad precedent we're saying that <laughs> 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 you're a murderer and I'm a friendless. Lo- I guess you know what? It's it, they could be worse. Friendless loser and murderer. That yeah, we can we accept those be, aliases. We could be recording podcasts for the internet. Exactly. exactly, and no one likes those people. Mm. Those people are the worst. My heart hurts after those roasts, though. I think I need some. I think I need some comfort media. But Ryan, what's comfort media? I'm so glad you asked for the first time. Comfort media. I'm sure you guys are aware. Uh, maybe you've never heard it under that coin term that Justin and I use. But um, comfort media is sort of the things that you gravitate towards, either in in a place of stress or when you're wanting to feel cozy or when you're feeling sad or down, there's just a lot of emotions attached to it and definitely fall and approaching these winter seasons. I definitely noticed myself trending towards things that I find cozy, nostalgic or something that tickles that sort of uh, part in your brain that sort of, it's almost intangible in the way that uh, it affects you, but Everyone has those movies, those uh, those foods, those times, those memories, those shows, those just activities that you do with certain people that sort of bring you back to a place of comfort, coziness. And we're here to sort of break that down, talk about it, sort of some of the things that we enjoy and sort of understanding why we do. Because we, uh, 
we were having a we we were having a discussion about this like um throughout the week trying to figure out what we wanted to talk about today and it it came down to a point of we're in a place of unsurety and through that we gravitate towards things that we already know um and we realized this and so we sort of broke that idea down and we're here to sort of analyze that you have any thoughts on that a bunch of my comfort, especially like my comfort um, movies are childhood films that I have I have strong emotional connections to when I was young, and they just kind of I just kind of gravitate back towards those because of you know that that nostalgic uh, rose-colored glass feeling that you get when you watch stuff that you enjoyed with your with your family and your loved ones when you were younger exactly and those like attached memories and i don't know there's just definitely something strong about that that we sort of wanted to brush upon because i i hear you hear about it a lot sort of like these these like family favorites a lot of disney movies have that appeal and i'm sure that's sort of fuels some of the rage i have for when they start remaking the same movie but less charmingly that's a, that's a conversation for a different podcast yeah all right Let's let's I know we're a movie definitely a movie centric a lot of the time but I sort of wanted to talk about again let's keep it let's 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 ease into it with sort of like what's your go to like oh my gosh I wish I could have this food right now I'm in a I'm in a funk I I all I want is just something totally pleasant to eat what's your what's your like what's your comfort food that you could always just sort of eat when you're in a when you're in a funk grilled cheese Grilled cheese. Grilled yeah, cheese with mozzarella and pepper jack. That's hyper specific. Is it just, is it something you discovered? Is there like a memory attached to it? I really, I've, I've always loved mozzarella cheese and I've just recently discovered my love of pepper jack. So I have a little bit of, a little bit of just zest to the whole cheese thing. Yeah. <sighs> that sounds nice. And I have a, I have a really nice cast iron pan. And just uh, I can I can sear that bad boy up, and I just make a really really nice grilled cheese. Do you like Do you like it with soup, or is it just the the grilled cheese is enough for you? It depends on my mood, uh, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm making. I can okay. I, I don't I don't really like to eat canned soups too much these days because there's a bunch of sodium and stuff in it. But you know if 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 I'm in the mood to make like a like a like a quick homemade soup i can i can i can cook that up in about half an hour and then you know merge that with the grilled cheese but sometimes Ooh. i just like eating grilled cheese yeah the grilled cheese is the cornerstone like yeah. all the other stuff is bonus i yeah. get that oh man i guess i have to turn the question on myself you see a grilled cheese is, is very nice and it's very easy and i appreciate that a lot would you do would you say the same thing about like a quesadilla or is that is that not in the same vein for you? It's not quite in the same vein because they're they're almost crunchy. But like it's I, I guess it's not even that. They're not as memorable for me. I, I still like the, the, the cheesy. And if if I'm down and you give me a quesadilla, I'm not gonna be like, no, I don't want a quesadilla. Give me a right, but what is this foreign shit? Give me some right. of my <laughs> Right, but but it's it's all about 
you know, I, I ate a lot of grilled cheese with my parents when I was ill, when I was younger. And it, it, it kind of turns back to that, you know? I know what you mean. Okay, I guess on that same vein, mine would probably be, it's, this is hyper. We, we are a Costco family. Definitely. Okay. We go to Costco. That's our, my favorite place. I would, I'd, I'd like to die in a Costco one day. Another hyper-specific fantasy. But they have a oven-made lasagna that takes about two hours. Okay. You just throw it in the oven, and it's like... Is, this... it, a, is, is, it, is it something you pull out of your freezer, and then you throw it in a pan, and, and, and then you throw it in? Yeah. Okay. And it's, oh my gosh, the memories. <laughs> that, that is like, when it's lasagna night, that's my night. That's like, it has like a bunch of ricotta, and I, I, am, a, I am a slut for ricotta cheese. I'm not sure why. It's just it's the best cheese. And I don't know what about it. That just makes me so happy. But it's like it's dense. It fills you up. You can have it for leftovers for like the next three days. And so that's the just, best part about lasagna. Oh my gosh. And so that's probably like it if I am in a in like a weird funky mood and someone makes a Costco lasagna like that's revived. I, I have uh I'm a new man after that. I can I can look upon the world. With uh, with a new with a new gaze. So, so when we get our own recording studio, just have just a ton of Costco lasagnas in the freezer of the recording studio. Is yeah. is, is that what I'm hearing? I, f- I sound like Garfield essentially. Uh, but yes, okay. That, that's 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 the end goal. Like not just, the recording studio part, but just having lasagna on. <laughs> Like we need to record a podcast. I'm not feeling. I'm not feeling up for it. All right, I'll break out the lasagna. All right, you're the best. Just just as long as you're orange and you hate Mondays, I'm okay with that. I've started to hate Mondays. I used to not hate Mondays. I used to like Mondays, but I don't know what it is. It's probably it's 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 adulthood. It's it's it, turned me. Adulthood is awful. You know, I I I would rather have Mondays off and work on Fridays than have Fridays off and work on Mondays. Really? Yep. And people always look at me like I'm crazy when I say that, but I Mondays are pretty awful. Yeah. But then Tuesday becomes the new Monday and then you're like, yeah, I used to hate Tuesdays a lot more, but now, now I guess I'm a boring old man who hates Mondays. I dislike every day equally. Oh, okay. I, you know what? I can respect that opinion. No. Except that, 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 like, that way I'm not discriminating against days. We are we are a PC podcast. Exactly. We, are, we vow we every every day matters, and we took that to heart and made it political. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so, Gee. moving away from food, it's 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 weird to me because I didn't really play a lot of video games growing up. Like I didn't. My parents never bought me a a console, and I bought my own. Game Boy Advanced when I was in I think fourth grade with with my own saved money. So what are what are some uh, what are some of the games and you know like do you do you still go back to games from your childhood, Ryan? I had to get a birthmark removed from my face when I was like six or something, and my parents were just felt terrible for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, but they felt bad for me, so they bought me a Nintendo 64, and oh. so I have like Nintendo. I have Mario 64. I have Pokemon Stadium. Inexplicably, I have Madden 2000. <laughs> uh, all of those games 
yeah, I could play them right now and just have a blast with them and have all those same memories. Mostly, I think about, I don't know, I think about the times I played them with my friends and that sort of emotion. But I'm sure I could, if I booted it up right now, I would still feel those, that grilled cheese, that sort of emotion that's sort of just all melty and nice and comfortable. Yeah. Oh, man, but I guess growing up, uh, we had like a PS2 as well. Did you have a PlayStation ever? Mm-mm. I had no. All all I really had were handhelds. I I got I got my GBA when I was in fourth, third or fourth grade, and then I got the SP system when that came out. What's the and SP system? Yeah, the so the it was the flip one. Oh, yeah, that thing's yeah, way yeah. cooler. I like that yep. design way more. Way, way cooler than the than the GBA. And then I didn't really play video games on any sort of like regular level until I got into college where I had a PC that could like actually run some games. And that's when I really started to play video games. That's yeah, I guess uh, that's where our perspectives are skewed. Where I grew up playing video games, essentially. Well, and I, so... I like I I'd play them when I went over to friends' houses, but you know I don't. There's there's a lot of people who talk about having you know strong attachments to COD, Modern Warfare Two. I, I mean, just, <laughs> I I I, I, go. I I just I just don't because I didn't have a console in my house, you know. Yeah, I never had Modern Warfare 2, but like I I ever I feel I thought everyone had like a Call of Duty that they enjoyed. Like I enjoyed Did you ever play the Zombies mode on Black Ops 1? I think I've played the Zombies mode on Black Ops 2 more. I played a lot of Zombies. Wait, am I cutting out? No. Okay, sorry, my screen went black and I was concerned. I just, let me cut. I played a lot of zombies on Black Ops One, so I guess that's the cot like the that I enjoyed. But I guess it wasn't for like the the same memories that I I guess most people had for like the multiplayer and stuff. I didn't care about that stuff. I just like yeah. playing zombies with my cousins and stuff. Um, but no, yeah, I definitely grew up playing games like Pokemon on my DS, and those games I still those are comfort games even today. Yeah, oddly. Like even those, a lot of the times I'd think that I'd have memories with other people, and that's why I'd enjoy like these comfort games. But Pokemon is a very solo experience, and I still have a lot of fun and nostalgia playing those. I I think everybody has their favorite genre, uh, because of the age that they played it in childhood. Like I think third gen's the best because that's the you know I spent the most time playing my my copies of sapphire and emeralds you know i still i i think i still have my copy of emerald sitting around somewhere that's got like 700 hours into it oh my gosh i think i guess you're right because i what generation was platinum i platinum think plat was, was gen 4 i think gen 4 is definitely my favorite then because platinum is my favorite game easily and i just remember pumping hours and hours into that game um and i i play that right now and just feel so comfortable <laughs> so we've we've talked a little about games and food so i want to i want to transition this more into what in your life 
makes you feel the need to go back to this comfortable feeling? That's a really personal question. Uh, yeah, I guess mm, it is a hard question or a very personal question, but I get sort of the heart of it. And I, I understand what you're trying to say. And what brings you back? A lot, of the, a lot of the times it comes from a negative place, interestingly enough. Like you're, I'm, a, I'm, def, I'm not sure if you're like this, but whenever like the seasons change, I get hit with seasonal depression like super hard. Is that a thing that you have? It depends. Seasonal depression really only gets me. Uh, it hits me in the winter late. only late december to to like the middle of january where the where it's real dark all the time and there's a there's a bunch of the my biggest thing is not seeing the sun and yeah. the past couple winters i've been working third shift and uh, especially i don't know how it works out but i always seem to start working nights during the winter time and i know that's bad for me but it it always seems to roll around like that so uh, hopefully that doesn't happen again this year I really hope so too. Uh, it was a, it's a, it's a bad, it's a, it's hard to to see you go through those because you can definitely experience that with the people around you. Yeah, like you're just like in a, it's not that like you're in a bad mood, it's just like you're in a le- like a less hopeful mood essentially. And yeah. I think that's what uh, I think that's a good segue into what I why I value sort of these like comfort sort of not time waster, but definitely like. They help you get through times that just need to happen. And they offer not hope, but they help you see a brighter side of sort of your current situation at times. It's kind of a grandiose answer, but I think that's sort of what like, um, so, like not self medic. It's a self medication in a way, instead of it being like something necessarily like harmful to your body. It's more of you're giving yourself something that you either used to love like the Pokemon games or sort of uh, reminding yourself of the memories you had with some of these. We haven't really talked about movies, but like sometimes you'll see a movie or a TV show that you really, you used to really enjoy and it'll bring you back to sort of that same energy. And so when I'm watching these comfort games or comfort movies, or eating these comfort foods, it's definitely to alleviate some of probably either the seasonal depression and that feeling of just like, I don't know, not know, like just having to wait out the season to where you're going to feel okay again, or even in a time of your life when you're just shit happens eventually and you're having to deal with it. And that's, I guess that's a lot of the time where I find myself coming back to like comfort games, like uh, Pokemon, even Minecraft, uh, ironically, considering the YouTube environment at this time. (laughs) So what, so what you're I what I what I gather that you're trying to say is that instead of dealing it dealing with stuff like a healthy individual, we just go and distract ourselves until the feeling goes away. I mean, you could look at it like that. <laughs> that's like very negative. And I think everything in moderation, obviously. Don't don't just use this to like shoulder it. But definitely it's like you can't you can't uh, you can't be dealing with stuff 100% of the time perfectly because you're mortal and you get tired and your brain needs a break eventually. Yeah, that's, and so I watched I watched a lot of BoJack last winter, like a lot of BoJack last winter because it the the show helps me when I'm when I'm feeling down about myself. 
So it's it's yeah. it's one of the only shows where like I don't know if this happens to you, but Criminal Minds or like even shows like Glee, where like the scenario itself like depresses me to a point where I can only <laughs> I can only watch like two or three of the episodes before I have to say like guys I cannot watch this anymore. It's it makes me feel so icky. But with BoJack, a show that makes you feel icky the entire time, I can binge that show, especially when I'm in like a terrible mood. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like that. I'm not sure why that is, but it's because BoJack's so relatable when, especially <sighs> when you're feeling bad, because he always feels bad and he always does something that it's like, oh, I've done that recently. Yeah. I mean, he he's very exaggerated, but definitely he's the he's he's the like the most depressed ridiculous character but also the voice of the audience which is something we haven't talked about but a lot of characters in movies and tv shows will be the voice of the audience like if you've seen lost curly would be that character oh, um I dislike that show so much we're trying to be comfortable justin oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry well what if that show makes me uncomfortable uh well you just have to shoulder it all right save that for the next episode okay Sorry, Un- sorry, sorry, uncomfortable media. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure we'll find a way to talk about BoJack and uncomfortable media too. But no, I, 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 I definitely agree with with everything you said. That's yeah. I don't know. I was I I I mean spoilers. Like we're I'm in a I'm in a I'm in a funky currently. But like, so I've definitely been enjoying a lot of sort of comfort media comfort food comfort music type of uh situations so yeah uh yeah I, i'm not sure I, haven't, I probably haven't mentioned it but i'm going yeah i'm going through just some funky stuff in my life so i find myself sort of migrating towards this comfort media uh a lot and that's sort of why it's been on my brain and definitely it's uh, i guess it's leaked over to uh, justin's in our conversations but recently also i'm going to especially in the music area and a little bit in game area, I'm going towards comfort games that I've sort of discovered later in my life. I mean, I guess later in my life means like 18, but, um, but yeah, I've childhood game. some, something that you don't have the childhood emotion. Yeah. 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 It's not yeah. like, it's not nostalgic in the way where like, Oh, I remember when this was a thing. It's like, Oh, I remember this like two years ago and I really enjoyed it. Or like, I remember this, like, uh, like a couple months ago it's not it's not so much comfort because of nostalgia it's comfortable because of i guess what it is do you know what i'm trying to say yeah that's that's the way that uh like stardew valley and fallout 4 are to me right now I, i've been playing a lot of those uh right now and i i don't think fallout 4 is a very good game in terms of it being like an rpg and i i, I I'm think really it's glad you say that yeah, it, it's significantly <laughs> worse compared to its previous two games, New Vegas and 3, but there's something that's just so nice about running around the wasteland in this power armor with uh with a with a melee weapon and you're just one-shotting people with. That is inherently therapeutic, I feel. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's 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 comfortable to play in open worlds bethesda-based game that just doesn't really have any meaning to it it's like uh, yeah i guess the um 
it's sort of relaxing on the mind in in a way, I guess, in that way. Yeah. If you're talking about how just like braining people with like a sledgehammer for a couple hours with uh with no repercussions, it does sound fun sometimes. In a game, obviously. Um Well but <laughs> I coming for, I forgot you're the murderer this episode. Right, uh, right, right. I, Remember, it's spooky episode. We, it's we, spooky I told episode. you, it's spooky. These are our costumes of our voices. Ooh, <laughs> what the fuck? All right, <laughs> all right. But My yeah. comfort games definitely. <laughs> I have, I have some relations. Not even in an RPG, but I play games like. There's a game called Enter the Gungeon, which is similar in the sense that. All you're doing is running around different rooms, picking up different kinds of like wacky guns, like shotgun shells that shoot shotguns that shoot shotgun shells, or like um, like a chicken that just shoots an egg. It's just, it's a it's a it's a funny game, but it's also like really difficult. But also, you don't have to put a lot of thought into it, and so it's kind of therapeutic just to turn off your mind and play something that you. Um, I don't know that you don't have to engage with on a like on a narrative level and just enjoy it for what it is. And I feel like I can uh, I feel like that's what you're experiencing when you're playing Fallout, right? Yeah, definitely. Well, and I used to I used to be really big. We both used to be really big into Dota 2 and into Paladins. And when 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 we get into funky moods like this, it's it's really difficult to sit down and like want to want to be into this super competitive game like Dota. And then it's like, oh, well, you know, Paladins isn't as competitive and you lose a game of Paladins. You're just sitting there seething with rage. You're like, oh, this, this fucking teammate just, oh my gosh. Like, what was he doing the whole game? Uh, I mean, yeah, you it, it's, it, it's, it's just time to go play some single player comfort food and feel good about yourself. Yeah, it's just nice. <laughs> It's just nice sometimes to, to not have to flame someone after you die. Where the, the joy of the game isn't winning, the joy of the game is just playing it. Yeah. Maybe that speaks to some of the comfort games that we chose. Because a lot of my games are that I gravitate towards, like, the, there isn't, like, well, with Gungeon, there is, like, an end goal. But the fun of the game comes from just playing the game and having, and, like, experiencing what it has to offer. And the same definitely has to do with Fallout 4, where you're just playing to like explore, just to like kill things, have a good time like that. And and Stardew especially with with that, because it there's no point to the game other than just to play the game. You know, you can you can choose to do a variety of things and you know there's there's no ultimate end goal other than what you want your ultimate end goal to be. Isn't that a weird isn't that weird how uh in 2019 games are are we're trying to find games that we enjoy to play because they're games i don't uh i th- i think that's interesting i think that's i definitely think that's interesting as well fun story about my girlfriend i was playing dragon age origin on a borrowed xbox i i had a borrowed copy of dragon age origins on a borrowed xbox 360 I think when my girlfriend and I were just getting started dating and she saw me playing it and she asked if she could play for a little bit and then she got really frustrated because I was playing a wizard with a bunch of uh with a bunch of spells. Yeah. 
so I finished with the game and then I gave the borrowed 360 to her and she played through it. And then for her birthday, I got her a Steam account and I purchased uh, Dragon Age Origins on it with the with, with the DLCs and everything. So that's that's her comfort food when she's feeling down she'll go and play some dragon age origin and you know i'll be sitting here playing like stardew and it'll be like a little gaming session for the two of us because she just plays on a on a little laptop you know that's adorable yeah that's adorable uh first of all (laughs) yeah i think we're pretty cute uh whatever not you guys just the just the sentiment all right I'm not, I'm not giving a murderer a compliment. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I tried to get in. This is sort of just a, a, a side. T- I tried to get into Dragon Age. I don't know what it was. The whole game just didn't appeal to me. I don't know was what it, it was. Was it recently with, within the past couple of years? Yeah. And it wasn't with the that one game, Inquisition. I didn't try that game. But like I, I booted up Origins or something. I was like, this is okay. It's definitely an RPG. And I guess I I just wasn't in the mind the mind place to be playing an RPG like that. It was it, like it, is, it felt weird. You you really have to think about it like those those top down group style RPGs. I I think they're hard to get into. Yeah, I don't know what it was. It was just like eh, I couldn't. My brain didn't like it. Oh, sort but of okay. Okay. No, you, you, you had it sounded like you had. A th- oh, I, I was just gonna say it's one of Bioware's best. Like it's that and Knights of the Old Republic are I'd say at my like one two at at uh at at Bioware's best games. Over Bioshock? Over Bioshock, over the other space one. Mass Effect. Really? Yep. Oh, that is shocking. Okay, I disagree. I really like Mass Effect. That's I really game. like Mass Effect too. I think it's a great game. I just I don't I don't think it's better than Origins or uh, Kotor. If you guys want like a space epic where you just feel like the center of the universe without feeling like it was poorly written, go Living play Mass Effect. Go shut up. All right, God, I'm trying to make a point. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> Go fucking play Mass Effect. I'm being bullied on my own podcast. This isn't fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's fine. Uh, anyway, I sort of wanted to move away from the sort of hyper-specific niche of video games that we like to focus on and sort of move towards uh, something I feel like everyone has experience with, mm. and that's board games. I really like board games, and I think those are like... It might just be the social aspect of most board games. I'm not talking like even Monopoly to some extent. I wouldn't say that's a great board game, but you have good memories playing Monopoly, I'm sure. I do not, actually. Really? I have miserable memories with Monopoly. Okay, it's a trigger. I I should have put the the Monopoly trigger. Exactly. It's just people get so competitive when they play that game. And it's not a competitive game. And they can't... I I I I used to play it with family, and either either family would wind up handing out money to other family, and then you know joking around that it's a loan, and then they expect it back with interest, or 
playing it with with hyper competitive friends who just didn't like to lose i know a few of those people yeah i'm one of those people mm, okay i won't play monopoly with you um That's probably a good call nikki and i can't play board games together you're trying to make a point i am sorry no it's good it's it's not like we've ever been on topic for anything it's all right i think it's on brand um, it's definitely on brand but not on topic no uh board game i definitely i i'm not sure where the what i find so comforting about a board game besides the social aspect of just sitting down and playing like um uh, maybe not i don't all the lame ones that i've like grew up with i don't like anymore like sorry and i like life for some reason and clue i like but. life too i've i haven't played enough clue and i played sorry i think it was last christmas and it was boring some of the games I enjoy, I like. I want to be like Secret Hitler and like uh, One Night Ultimate Werewolf. Those kind of like social deduction games. I feel like those are those are really cool. But also like, um, there's a game I used to play. It's called Star Realms, and it was like a deck builder. This is you know what? This is a bad topic. We're gonna move on. Okay. Okay. Moving on though, from like sort of traditional media. Another thing, I just wanted to throw this in there because I know you also enjoy a nice pipe. This is more referential to the time we're in, the nice fall air. Just like sitting on a sitting on a patio around like a fire with like a cigar is like one of the like most relaxing comfortable things I can think of right now. Mhm. Oh my gosh. Sitting on a patio with with a little deck fire, not a fire on the deck. Uh, like a metallic thing that holds the fire. Exactly. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like an electric fire pit or something. Yeah, yeah. Getting Ooh. getting your smoke on. Yeah, just, and just like just having that community. So there's like the isolationist comfort, but there's also like social comfort, and I think that's like the purest form of social comfort right now. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why I brought it up. It's just something I, I thought. If you, that's a good, that's a good community aspect that some, that people should try. And it's, it's, it's a dying art cigars and piping and piping, especially piping, definitely piping only hobbits and Nazis use pipes. Well, I am neither of those. So I'm being the public now. Thank you for that. You know what we haven't talked about? What? Movies. Movies. We haven't talked about movies on a movie podcast. Yikes. Oh. So let's anyway, talk about comfort movies. I just have I can name three comfortable movies that I off right now. And just my three are Napoleon Dynamite, Scott Pilgrim, and October Sky. What are your what are your comfort movies? So yeah, my, my comfort films are the first four Harry Potters, the Lord of the Rings trilogies, and the Star Wars trilogies. Hmm. Those are comfortable. I would take those as well. The first Star Wars trilogy, not the prequels or the sequels. Yeah, what? I feel like that needs to be said, but... There are only three Star Wars movies. It's okay. Okay, okay, okay. As long as you and I are in agreement with that. Yeah, there's three Star Wars movies, and then there's that animated TV show that is really good. With with Ahsoka in it, yes. Yeah, Clone Wars. Clone, thank you. Jeez, I couldn't Lord. think of it. I couldn't think of it either. And then I said Ahsoka's name, and you... Uh, Excellent. Yeah, that's a that's how our brains work. By the way, guys, we were each given half of a brain, and then by by, by dumb luck, we were playing Dota, 
And they're like, hey, there it is. There's the other half. Yeah, so now we have a full brain. Finally. Yeah. I didn't I don't know what I would do if I went my whole life without meeting my other half brain. I don't know. I'd probably be happier. Probably. I'm ignorance. smarter now. Ignorant yeah, ignorance is bliss. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's morbid oh hey it's it's a a spoopy episode it's a flowers for an algernon situation holy crap we we get to be we get to be uh a little a little scary yeah it's so spoopy would you would you rather would you rather only be able to think half the thoughts you thought and be happy or think all the thoughts you've thought till now and feel really sad think all the thoughts i've thought until now Mm, same yeah otherwise you wouldn't be doing a podcast with me i think a lot of people would would choose that i wonder why that is i think it's because humans themselves don't want to be happy and that's a good note that's the podcast on yeah with 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 that morbid note i think it's time we say goodbye to our audience Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful Halloween. Stay safe. This episode might actually be up on Halloween. Ooh, super spoopy. This is the spoopiest episode we've ever done. Oh my yeah. gosh. You this will be up Halloween day. Uh, we'll we'll see you guys next Thursday. Yeah. Alright. Have a good one. Ooh, 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 ooh. Bye.